Well, hello everybody. My name is Mark Boyle. I am the Prepper Guy. And I just wanted to uh, kind of reevaluate some of the things I've been trying to do on uh, on the internet, I guess I can say, with PrepperGuy.com and uh, the YouTube channel and Sovereign State Project and all of these things I've been working on for four or five years as a hobby. Over the last almost a year now, I have been putting a lot of news articles on the website, PrepperGuy.com. And in that process, I've learned that um, information is so abundant that it seems like we're starving in the face of obesity, which is a term that kind of I've used to describe people that are you know, overweight and stuff. But the reality is that we have information overload, and I've written about this before. So I have a birthday coming up in July where I'll be 65, and I would think that over the last 40-plus years, I would have learned that prepping is a solitary action. You prep for yourself. If... You're on an airplane and the air bags or whatever the fuck they're called are deployed. You're supposed to put that on yourself first so you can help other people. And it may seem a little cold and heartless, but that's the reality. You can't help anyone if you're dead. And the number one rule of survival is don't die. When it comes to politics, I've always studied and watched the political spectrum, because that's the writing on the wall. These are the issues that are what's bringing about a collapse in America. I get kind of negative and upset about it sometimes in my podcasts and my videos, because it's so simple, and yet we've made it so complicated. It's no different than nutrition or breathing. You know, if we complicated breathing as much as we've complicated being a, Americans, we would all suffocate. We've been granted all the rights, and our Constitution was designed to protect the fact that we have all the rights. So when people say, I have the right to health care, well, of course you do. You have the right to everything. You have the right to drive a new Ferrari. It doesn't mean that I am going to provide that for you. But I also have the right to, to drive a Ferrari. So why would you feel that it is necessary to take my money so you can have your Ferrari? See, your rights end where mine begin. And in America, in the political spectrum, and after watching the DNC uh, debates, it seems like it's Halloween, and everyone on stage just wants to, to give out more candy than the other person. This is not how it works in America. But through the dumbing down process brought about by our Board of Education and the Department of Education, we no longer understand how the Constitution was designed to function and what the three branches of government are.
we've allowed this to slip into perilous times. And because we've allowed the politicians to usurp so much of our liberty that we have none left, it saddens me and it also makes me really pissed off. So I get an attitude which has probably irritated some of my fans over the years because it seems like I'm yelling at them, which I'm not doing. I just get frustrated. And now, you know, we have big tech interfering with our election. There's nothing we can do about it other than piss and moan. The government can't do anything about it because the government is kind of addicted to that information morphine that they get from Google and Facebook and all that because they want to know everything we're up to. Now, it used to be politicians wanted to know what we were up to so they could enact policies that were in line with the pulse of America. But now it's used as a divisive tool to rip us apart and divide us even more. So I will probably be taking my own advice and divesting myself from most of the social media and the bullshit that is out there because I must take care of myself. I'll be 65 this year. I have a lot of projects I'm working on around here. And if I'm spending all my free time either preaching to the choir or talking to deaf ears, then it's, it, it's not doing me any good. We're all smart enough and capable of figuring this out. Most people choose not to. They would rather drift through life like a leaf on the river, just going downstream with the flow. And that is physics. Water will always seek the path of least resistance, and so do humans. And so have I in many cases. So it, it, it becomes mind-numbing, and it frustrates me. And I'm sure it frustrates many of you too. So I'll probably be going dark soon. I'll continue to do my podcast, and they will be on the prepperguy.podbeam.com. I'll throw up a podcast every once in a while because I like talking into a microphone and just venting. I might throw videos up there every once in a while on YouTube as long as I'm allowed to, you know, because YouTube is owned by Google and they want to sway the election. It's propaganda. We can't see it as that. We think it's some other nice social engineering thing to where, you know, we don't want to be offended. But it's propaganda, and we are being led by our nose rings to the slaughter as, as America. We will be socialists soon enough. I, for one, do not want to be caught with my pants down, standing around preaching to the choir when I'm overrun by brown shirts. So we prep for these kinds of situations. And it's a long game because you'd never see it coming. It's more like the blob or rising water. And all of a sudden you realize there's no more higher ground 
And when you had the ability, you just didn't build a boat. So we need to, as a society, start looking out for number one. Now, that doesn't mean to become a dick and turn your back on those you care about or people that need your help. But I see no advantage in posting on Facebook anymore. What's the point? It's like a big argument in a daycare where everyone's just being heard for a second or two. Sure, there's ways to play the game to where you get viral links and stuff like this, but I've had that over the four or five years. Had little successes, nothing major like, you know, Casey Neistat or something like that. But if you study the people that have done really well on YouTube, they're just talking stuff. You're getting no value out of it. It's it's like eating paper. You're, you're full, but you got no nutrition out of it. So they, you know, play the game. And because it's a, it's a business to them and they're making money. I never got into this to make money. It was a hobby. I wanted to share some of the things that I learned over life about being prepared and nutrition and politics that have helped me. And I've done that. I think I've, I've I beat a dead horse enough when it comes to prepping. It's very simple. Learn to camp. Be ready. And then when the shit hits the fan, you'll pretty much be out there camping. The The new flock of politicians now have become more and more absorbed with social engineering and the democracy type of America to where whatever the mob wants, that's that they get. And that's why we were never created to be a democracy. We were created to be a representative republic. Well, we have none of that representation, and I've talked about this. So there really isn't a whole lot more for me to talk about. So that's why I say I'll still do podcasts from time to time, and they'll be on Podbeam. I'm still going to do the radio show on KYAH with my friend Don Lowry and work with John Jeffers, another friend of mine at Contra Radio Network and CRN. And if they want to post my stuff, that's fine. They can play the media game, but I'm I'm just kind of tired. You know, it's it's like going to a really great dance club. Well, back in the 80s and 90s when there was fun shit to do as an American. And after about eight or nine hours of dancing and drinking, you're just tired. It doesn't mean you didn't have fun doesn't mean that you don't ever want to dance again. It just means I'm going to go home now and rest. So you you look at the world and you just see this distorted view of of a race of people that have become self-indulgent, narcissistic, and very, you know, one-upmanship to get that one more like, that one more share, that one more smiley face. And it's kind of hollow because I have things to do just like you around my home with my family. That's way more rewarding because when I get a hug from one of my grandchildren, that's better than going viral any day of the week. And it might just be because I said something cute and funny and they come up and hug me and say, I love you, Grandpa. That was that was cool. As they get older, it's nice and uh, nicer to get a little respect from them as 
young adults that still hug you and say, you know, hey, missed you. That's viral to me. It's viral on a cellular level. That's what I find important. So I'm not sure how I'm going to wind down, but I know that uh, PrepperGuy.com has been very time-consuming to keep all the posts posted and keep it fresh and all that. So I'm probably going to go back to the old PrepperGuy.com where it's just some of my content. And if people want to go watch it and read it or share it, because everything's out there. I mean, everything you need to know about being prepared has already been talked about, not just by me, but by everyone. If you want to buy a new knife, there's hundreds of thousands of knife reviews. Fuck, how many knives do you really need? So it's become diluted. And I don't want to be part of the dilution. I just want to be the part out there to where people go, hey, I want to learn something about nutrition. Is there anyone that will tell me the truth? You can come to my website, look up an old article on nutrition and why we're supposed to eat fat and not carbs. Watch it, read it, whatever it is, listen to the podcast, and then make up your own mind. I don't really care if it goes viral or if only four people listen to it. You know, over the five years, I guess, that I've been podcasting, I've had a few people tell me, hey, that, that really saved my life. You know, your talk on nutrition and, and how carbs are so bad for me. And I've lost weight and I feel much better. You know, one in four years is all I ever needed to know that I helped one person. If one person out there realized that prepping isn't all this bullshit, it's just being prepared for what you need when that time comes. You know, do your kids have allergies? Take them camping. Make sure you have their medicine. And if you're on a camp trip and you forgot something, yeah, you can go home. But then you get your list of lists of what your family needs. Everything else is really irrelevant. It's you and those you care about, whether it's family or friends, that you're going to be with, hopefully, when that day comes, you'll be with these people. But if you're not, you'll at least have your shit together. You can put that air mask on when the plane loses pressurization, and you'll be okay. If there's someone with you, then you'll know enough common sense to put the mask on them and then both of you survive. Prepping is not that complicated. Nothing in life is that complicated. Nutrition is as simple as waking up in the morning, being hungry, and eating. It gets complicated when the government, the FDA, tell you to eat more carbohydrates than meat and fat. That's just a lie. They know it. They've known it for 50 years. They're not going to tell you. So you have to read about it. You have to think about it and go, if I was a caveman, what would I eat this morning for breakfast? Well, it'd probably be meat because that's all there is. It's winter. There's no plants growing. I can't forage shit. I guess I'll have to kill that fish. I'll have to kill that rabbit. I'll have to kill something and eat it. 
Well, that's how simple it really, really was. So when it comes to survival, how will you survive? I don't know. You'll probably figure it out. Humans fight to survive. There's no training that kicks in. It's instinct. You will do everything you can to survive. And if you have a few things that you've thought out and you have them with you, your odds of survival are way, way better. So the, the learning curve is quite small, really. If it was that complicated to actually survive as a species or a, anything, mice would all die, pack rats would all die, birds would all die, animals would all die, and people would all die. It's pretty simple. You get up and you eat. You get thirsty, you drink. Short of breath, take a breath. Go do something. That's it. So I, for one, am looking forward to the days of collapse and calamity because I'm going to fall off the planet and go disappear. I'll be fine. Or I might die. Meteor might land on my house. The fuck do I care at that time? But it's coming. You look at Venezuela. You look at all of the failed socialist countries in history. It's always led to what you see in Venezuela right now. And that's where we are going. But see, we've been dumbed down to not understand the Constitution. What a republic is. What representation is. In my opinion, when the Constitution fails and collapses and is used for toilet paper by our politicians, what we really have left is 50 sovereign states. We no longer have a governing property management company that we set up 200 plus years ago called the Constitution. But we don't know that, so we will allow a dictator to step in and go, well, you know, we're still America and this is the way it works and these states are subservient to the feds, but the feds are all screwed up, so now I'm a dictator and you must follow martial law. And if we know that we're sovereign states, we'll go, well, we're not going to follow that. But see, that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened for 70, 80 years. States are falling in line, following the federal government. So they think that the power trickles down. The feds, the states, the cities, the counties, the people, all the way down here, the plebs. When in reality, it started with the people, created the states. The states said we need management and help it created a federal government. When the federal government falls apart, we still have the states. And if they collapse, we still have the people. That won't happen. It just won't happen. The states will fall under a tyrant and will tell us why this is how it's supposed to be. And 90% of Americans will be happy with that. Just like in Venezuela right now, you stand in line, you start working at a farm, growing food for people, and they'll feed you. That is socialism. It is a collapsed society that used to be rich and had a lot of resources, and the standard of living was really high, and they were a free market system. And over a short, short period of time, they collapsed. Now, they're going to present it as like, look, Venezuela has pulled out of this problem. Everyone's working. Yeah. Because someone in the background's got a gun pointed at their head. It's not maybe a real gun. Maybe it's just the threat of starvation, the threat 
of no water, the threat of no protection or medical care, unless you're picking those beets, which makes no sense because the country has tons of oil underground. Pump it out, sell it to America, buy shit. They can't do that because socialism does not work. It has never worked. But we are going to happily, merrily, go singing onto the bus of socialism. I saw it in the debates of the you know, Democratic Party. Nothing they said had anything to do with your freedom and liberty. It had to do with giving everybody else free shit. And who the fuck is going to pay for that? The last sucker that still has a job that's working. I, for one, am not going to do it. I will, I will cut bait and go. I'm out of here. Shit or get off the pot. Well, for my 65th birthday, I'm going to celebrate the fact that because of my diet, I take no medication and I feel great. Because I'm physically active, I'm going to continue to build onto my house, fight the government when that arises, and move on. And if I have to go completely dark and disappear, I will be ready for that because I will have nothing holding me back. Got to be able to just go because it'll happen pretty damn quick. And if you're tied, linked, or connected to federal programs, if you have obligations that you can't cut and run from, then you've set yourself up to be entrapped and snared. It's like the joke, the mouse gets caught in the trap because he doesn't understand why the cheese is free. They just see free cheese. So if you want to cut your losses, you need to cut ties with social programs and stuff. You know, see, if, if we the people, instead of waiting for Ted Cruz to pass some stupid bill to regulate big tech so we can, you know, so they, you know, they don't ruin the, the election, not because they like Trump, just because they don't want to marginalize the Republican Party because they still want to have a hope in hell. Next time, if everyone just quit going to Google and YouTube, they would go away. It's that simple. If everyone in your community stopped shopping at the local store, after a month, it would just be closed. That's just economics. Nobody comes in, nobody buys nothing, nothing gets sold, they take a loss, you close up. That's the way it is. Well, it's the same with social media. We need to, to cut our, our self away from that. Yeah, do I like my cell phone? Sure. Do I need to have every app on there so I can be connected to all my wannabe friends? Fuck no. I, I want my phone to ring or to be able to make a call if I need it. I need people to get in touch with me so I can go to my next job, go to my next appointment, do the next thing on my to-do list. I don't need all that other stuff. So I guess this is all a very long way around the subject that, you know, obviously there's going to be some changes. People are going to go, what the fuck? Most people won't even care because I'm not that popular. I, and I, I'm totally okay with that. Like I said, this has been a hobby. The hobby has become frustrating and therefore it's no fun. 
So I'll leave all the content that's of value for prepping. But really, I can't beat a dead horse any more than that. You know, if you want to know how to make a fire, all you need to do is learn. And then you don't need to watch any more videos on the new way to make a fire. Cavemen have been doing that for a long time. So we just need to, you know, find the information we need and I'll have it there. And like I say, I'll continue to podcast and do my radio show, but I'm going to dial back to stress a little bit. And uh, so to me, it's like a hobby, you know. If I was playing golf and I just got to where it hurt or I just couldn't get it, every time I went and played golf, instead of coming home after drinking a few beers at the 19th hole and talking to my friends and having fun, if it became to where it wasn't fun, well, 90% of us just quit playing golf, right? So where's your fun in life? You know, we work and we work. And then hopefully we can get a day or two off. Well, that's that's existence. That's not living. So if we put yourself in a box to where you're so unhappy that you're you're like most preppers, you know, and just dying for this shit hit the fan moment so you can leave. You know, because the world seems easier in most of the fictional books, you know, it's like you know, Joe Superstar is the prepper that, you know, goes out and saves the damsel in distress and they fall in love and live happy ever after on their homestead. I think we're free to do that right now. You know, somebody asked on one of the Facebook posts, it's like, how do you become a homesteader or something like that? It's like, buy some land and leave. Go do it. And if you want to live off grid, live off grid. You you can still do that. We we put ourselves in this rut of work 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 so we can have toys toys toys, bigger house bigger house, whatever. And that that's fine if you analyze the things that bind you to your miserable existence. And that's why we look forward to end of days. I guess from what I've gathered from most of the genres. If you analyze those things that bind you and you really look at them, you're holding them. You can let go of them. You go, oh, look, all this shit that's holding me back. Let go. Oh, well, what's in this hand? Oh, a college fund for my kids. My business I started. My YouTube channel that I've done. You know, my my boat. Like I got my four-wheel drive and my guns. You go, well, I don't want to let go of that. Then see, now you've reevaluated your life. Are they really binding you down or are you holding them to you? I've gotten to the point where I can look at all these things, go, you know, I don't need all this shit anymore. I don't need to go play golf every weekend because it really pisses me off. I don't need to be caught up in this. And this is why, you know, I choose to go dark, I guess you could call it. Just walk away. You know, it's it's homesteading for my soul. I'm going off grid. Personally, to where I can just go, ah, I'm 65. There's a beautiful world out there full of awesome things I can do. I've got my health. 
finish my addition, re finish remodeling or rebuilding my uh, FJ40, go camping, you know, put 100% into my business so I have more money to just fuck off with. But if I'm taking all my time, my free time, like right now, making videos, making podcasts, editing videos, editing podcasts, typing posts, it has become a thing that must be done. And I guess that's the, the thing. So I'm just putting this out there. I don't really you know, know if it'll, anybody will watch it, but this will be uh, the pretty much the homepage explaining why, you know, I've decided to just go off into the woods and live. Basically, I'm going into the to the woods of not being socially relevant because I never really cared about that. And most of us, if we really think about it, don't either. We're so narcissistic that we almost get our happiness from the responses we get on Facebook. And if you really thought about it, I think a, a smile from a child or a grandkid or a friend, a true friend that shakes your hand and says, thanks, man, I really appreciate you showing up this weekend and helping me out. You might not understand how important it was to him, but just that, that connection with a human being where they pull you in for a bro hug and go, thanks, this really helped. That is the social acceptance I want from the people I can physically talk to and touch and get a thank you from or thank them. I've had friends step into my life and help me. And when I said thank you, it came from a place way deeper than an emoji. I meant it. Thank you. You know, I've had people literally practically save my life when I was in a dark place. And when I said thank you, I meant it. And whether they clicked like on my Facebook page or not, if they call me at four in the morning and say, I really need your help, I will be there for them because I owe them that. That is social connections. So, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to do this or how I'm going to cut things because I know I've made a lot of commitments to John at CRN and uh, me and Don Lowry have a great time with the Two Crazy Guys show. And uh, so I think if I just continue to, you know, every once in a while when I got a little time and I've got something on my mind and I can't talk to my wife about it because she's a different type of personality, I'll do a podcast. I'll put it out there. Ah, done, done and done, feel better, got it off my chest, like confessions, you know, just go in, tell a priest or whatever religion you are, you know, just that little confession, get it off your chest and then uh, post it to Podbeam and walk away. So it'll be out there, but it's going to be simpler. And I guess what I would like to accomplish with this video, besides letting everyone know just what the hell. Uh, like I said, I don't have a lot of followers, maybe three, four hundred. I don't know. Um, just want you to know, you know, that's like I haven't deserted anyone. I just want you to maybe reevaluate 
what's important to you. Because if you really pay attention, things are collapsing really quick. It's not a tremor anymore. It's an earthquake and the bottom is about to fall out. And uh, maybe you don't think that way and that's fine. But then you wouldn't be a prepper now, would you? So reevaluates what's really important. Is a like in a viral video more important than just a big hug from a grandchild or a friend or a loved one? It just rocks you to your soul and they say thank you or good to see you or so glad you showed up. Oh, that's that's fucking worth a fortune to me. And I think it is to most people that want to connect with who we are as human beings again. You know, we've forgotten that a baby will not survive if there's no contact with mother or eye contact looking into the eyes and stuff. These are old studies that were done that have been shoveled away because we just don't want to understand that humans are actually fucking human. So those are what's important. And I think if we start grasping at what's important, maybe that'll help us realign our Overton window, our view, our values, and our morals, our integrity. <clears throat> because you're not going to get that on Facebook. And the only way you're going to really be rewarded is when someone just thanks you, hugs you, appreciates you on a one-on-one -on -one physical contact, handshake, hug, or just the words coming out of someone's mouth as, you, as you're parked on the street blocking traffic because we're a bunch of rednecks, dicks. It's like, go around. They pull up and they go, hey, thanks for uh, helping my brother. That was really nice. Ah, no problem. Don't think about it. It's like, no, thank you. That's what feels good. And when we when we re when we reevaluate and really reassess ourselves as a species, we'll find that without that real human contact, we will die inside. It's just nature. It's been proven throughout history that we need that. We don't need virtual worlds and we don't need virtual friends. We need a handful of good people in our lives that appreciate us and that we appreciate. So that's why, not sure of the what yet, I'm going to continue to work on my plan to save our republic. But even that may be put on the back burner because I'm really just tired of trying to help people figure out that this is our country and we should take it back. Because if you really push the issue, you end up getting arrested for being a fucking terrorist or something. So, you know, it's kind of yo-yo time. You're on your own. I'm on my own. And, uh, you know, with a little little stuff out there, you know, if, you, if you're just putting out a little content on a website and, and we have a connection, I'll be reading it. I'll be keeping up with you. So you all have a great year because this is going to go out probably pretty soon. My birthday is July 22nd. And my present to me is to be totally dark, gone gray, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And reevaluating who I am as a person, whose hugs and likes do I really want? 
and those come from my children and my grandchildren and those I care about, my friends and the people that I can literally walk up to and pat them on the back. That's about as far as it's going to go reaching out. No more virtual world for me. And I hope that uh, maybe, if nothing else, you guys think about it too. And it's not that I'm ranting or, or being all fucking pious and shit. It's like, what's really important to you? Would you trade a hug from a loved one more than a viral video from a bunch of virtual friends? You guys take care. Love you all. We will be talking later. Bye-bye.